Traditional Chinese medicine is an ancient practice making waves in the modern health era, addressing mind, body and soul as one unit TCM aims to connect the human with the being on multiple levels. Health shouldn't be elusive or inaccessible, a notion that this ancient practice adheres to. Our products at Your Tea are merely a stepping stone to this brilliant wellness modality. Hence, we are here to honour and discover the intricacies of revered traditional Chinese medicine. In our podcast, we discuss the Chinese medicine approach and interpretation of health what it means, and how TCM endeavours to achieve it. From endometriosis to digestion, qi to shen, PCOS to menopause, eating to movement, and mind to soul. To round off our series on the pathogenic factors, we invite TCM Dr. Lee Smith back to discuss dryness. Although less common, this factor can manifest in ways that are uncomfortable and of a nuisance. From cracked skin and lips to a dry cough with little or no phlegm, perhaps you've experienced symptoms similar to these. Often associated with hot and humid climates, thus adding an element of damp, it can be a tricky one to move. But with the help of Lee, we discover ways in which the amount of dryness can be reduced in the body as well as the various lifestyle factors, emotions, and foods that can exacerbate it. If you have any further questions about these pathogenic factors and symptoms that you may be experiencing, touch base with us on Instagram or by sending us an email. How is dryness viewed from a Chinese medicine perspective? In Chinese medicine... We see dryness as a result of the environment or our actions. So dryness is often caused by heat. If you imagine on a long summer without a rain, there can be dryness occurring and all the plants wither and become brittle. Uh, Or, yeah, as we said, there's either too much heat or not enough fluids in the system, so not enough rain. What are some common symptoms of dryness within the body? Common symptoms of dryness in the body can be dry skin, and this can be caused by the lack of blood or yin in the system nourishing the skin. So that's a dry condition. We can have a lack of water or electrolytes causing dryness in the intestines. We can also have a lack of yin um, and blood nourishing the scalp which can cause dryness in the scalp and thin hair and nails. Uh, Dryness can cause our body to feel stiff. So if the tendons or the muscles are nourished by blood, we can get dryness within the muscles and they will become very tight and rigid and inflexible. You touched on a few there. Are there certain organs that can be affected by dryness more than others? The yin organs are always more prone to dryness, the yin organs being the kidneys and the liver, the lungs. They, the kidneys will experience dryness from a kidney yin deficiency, which is very common for people that are overworked and overstressed. When the kidney yin deficiency is common, it's our barrier that 
allows us to feel safe and grounded. So when the kidney yin's gone, it's very easy for us to be in that adrenaline state. So the kidney yin deficiency is, is a form of dryness. Uh, we have the liver blood deficiency. It can cause menstrual dysfunction. And because this is due to the lack of blood uh, nourishing the womb and the uterus, and this will cause amenorrhea. Also, the liver blood nourishes the eyes, and if you have dryness, you'll be getting dry eyes uh, or even poor vision in some people. Uh, the blood dryness the, caused by liver blood deficiency uh, will make the, the tendons and sinews from the liver to be dry and brittle. And you mentioned the lungs there as well. Yes, the lungs, are, they're 80% water, and if the lungs aren't uh, hydrated, they can easily become dry, and you can get a dry cough, a dry throat, um, and that will also reflect in your skin as well. Normally, if the skin's dry, the lungs can be dry. In Chinese medicine, we see them as a paired organ. How does diet contribute towards dryness? Diet uh, is a big factor. Definitely, if we're having a lot of uh, drying herbs, and drying herbs would be the ones that are diuretics, so ones that promote urination, uh, even herbs that promote sweating, um, or even if you were sweating quite a lot, uh, or doing a lot of hot yoga or Bikram yoga, so you're sweating out a lot, and then you're, you're drinking, you're not drinking enough, and maybe you are drinking enough, but you're not getting enough of the electrolytes. This can cause dryness, and definitely in Chinese medicine we see that sweat uh, is an extension of our blood. So if we sweat enough, we're going to become blood deficient, and we will get those blood dryness uh, signs I was talking about with the liver. Um, so definitely if you're sweating too much, if you're uh, having too many diuretics, which are tea and caffeine, they're going to cause you to lose a lot of your fluids and cause dryness. And then if you're having too much stimulation for too long, it's going to uh, burn out your yin and your blood as well, and that's going to give you dryness. Mm. How can stress and our emotions contribute towards dryness? If we are experiencing stress, it's definitely a heating factor. And whenever there's heat for prolonged times, it's going to be burning through our nutrition and it's going to be experiencing more dryness in our body. But other emotions such as like fear, uh, in which all uh, bedwetting and things like this, we're actually urinating because of stress, um, this can cause our body to develop dryness or kidney indeficiency. Are there any other lifestyle factors that can also contribute towards dryness? Yes, definitely uh, burning the candle at both ends. If you are under eating and working very hard, you will develop symptoms of blood dryness um, or kidney indeficiency. It's uh, definitely if you are doing a lot of hot yoga or Bikram yoga or exercising and sweating a lot without hydrating yourself. Um, if you're drinking too much caffeine or diuretics, you're going to be causing a lot of heat and a lot of dehydration. Um, so yeah, definitely a lot of lifestyle factors can cause dryness. So it's all about nourishing yourself. What are some variations of dryness, if there are any? Uh, there's not many mentions of dryness other than dryness entering the skin. Um, 
for blood dryness and kidney indeficiency. And I would say that blood dryness is more malnutrition caused by chronic stress. Kidney indeficiency is also malnutrition and chronic stress at a deeper level and for more for a long time. Um, and then the intestinal dryness and lung dryness would be more from dehydration and uh, lack of electrolytes. Mm. Going back to the constitutional weakness again, if dryness is not a part of your constitutional weakness, how may one acquire it? For example, I would think perhaps drinking too much coffee and not enough water. You can acquire dryness uh, just from spicy foods, dehydration, and um, not enough fluids. You can also acquire dryness from environmental factors when the humidity drops, especially in autumn. Um, and even just some windy times can allow your body to be dried out. So it's all about making sure that you're producing enough blood, uh, making sure you're getting enough water and electrolytes, and then making sure that you keep your stress levels low so you don't produce any heat. Hmm. Apart from what you've mentioned in the episode uh, today, are there any other ways in which we can reduce the amounts of dryness in our body? Yeah, we can uh, definitely make sure that we're having of blood nourishing foods um, and moistening foods. Generally, these would be fruits or vegetables that are quite moist in nature. Um, we can definitely be eating foods like pears or seaweed. Um, they both, like seaweed, definitely contains a lot of minerals. Um, if you're in somewhere tropical, coconuts, lots of minerals and electrolytes, they're going to hydrate you. You're making sure that you're getting enough magnesium and and folate from your green vegetables to nourish your blood um, and then just making sure you're getting enough protein and carbohydrates to produce the blood itself. Mm, super interesting. Thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us, Lee. That wraps up all of our episodes on the pathogenic factors, but we look forward to some more episodes with you in the future. Great. Thank you. so much for listening to another episode of TCM Honoured by Your Tea. The views expressed on today's episode are those of the independent authors and commentators and do not constitute medical or pharmaceutical advice. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know by leaving a review and subscribing. If you have any questions, you can reach us on Instagram at Your Tea or by emailing us at hello at your tea.com.